0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays here on the Heroes For Hire podcast. I am your host Sean Meehan and joining me is a very special guest Miss Orla Smith.
3: Hi I'm not Connor Lawler. You're not
0: Connor Lawler thank god. <laughs> the prick. Now Connor is away. Mm-hmm. If you didn't listen to last week's Movie Mondays or Weird News Wednesdays or Hero or Zero. Then uh, we don't need you. So would you know <laughs> turn this off right now it's not for you. No, Connor is away on holidays. We got a year. We did a year anniversary of the podcast, and he decided he had enough, and he left the country for a little while. So Arla is joining us this week, and Arla was on our Captain Marvel episode. I was, yeah. An episode famed for one person reviewed it, saying it was nice that someone knew what they were talking about. <coughs> so, so this will be a riveting tr- take through. All of the week's movie I'm and s- entertainment news. I'm
3: so glad I started off so high that I knew what I was talking about. I can only go downhill.
0: Oh, I think I've p- picked some specialist subjects for you this week. And we're going to do a quick run through. Apologies if this sounds a bit ropey, by the way. Uh, we're on one mic. But I think I've listened to worse podcasts.
3: We've started very well with yeah. one microphone. Connor is going... I. Dear Connor, I know that you're probably listening to this while you're on holiday. You dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably so thrilled with us right now. I look forward to your texts.
0: <laughs> okay. So we're going to start off with not the biggest news of the week. The biggest news of the week is a certain trailer mm-hmm. that dropped mm-hmm. and we're all very excited about it. Oh. As you know, we love that trailer <laughs> on this show <laughs> and that franchise.
3: One of us is more involved in that film. <laughs> be- a lot more. <laughs> because
0: one of us has to be. Uh, but the first news of the week is that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker film mm-hmm. has hit $800 million at the box office, making it the biggest R-rated film of all time.
3: Yes. Didn't have much competition. Apart from Daredevil. Apart from... Daredevil. <laughs> apart from- Deadpool.
0: And Deadpool 2.
3: And Deadpool 2. When I remember Deadpool coming out, it became the highest rated or rated film.
0: Beating Logan?
3: Yes, Beating Logan, which was very, well, critically acclaimed as well.
0: A better movie in many regards. I
3: quite liked Logan, yes.
0: Logan never said, look at my balls.
3: <laughs> in the extended cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Deadpool 2, which also stars Daisy Beats.
3: It does, yeah. So
0: she is in the top two i highest-grossing R-rated movies of all time.
3: She's the Zoe Saldana of DC and Marvel R-rated movies.
0: Indeed, she is, yes. and Star
3: Trek. And Zoe Saldana is uh, is in the top, uh, like, yeah, she's in all Avengers: End Games. She's in Star Trek. She's in Avatar. She yeah. Yeah, she's in the top three.
0: She loves being painted a different colour.
3: Yeah, she if only she's been into t- Titanic <laughs> we just add her in.
0: Um so according to Variety, uh the R rated movie got a total of ninety three and a half million dollars in its opening weekend, mm-hmm. which made it also the biggest October launch of all time, beating what movie that came out last year in October? That's uh, terrible.
3: Uh it was Hellboy. Venom. Oh right, yeah.
0: Close though how that came that come out in summer, actually?
3: Yeah, it was meant to come out in October.
0: I, I was pushing for that to come out in October, because yeah. why wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was meant to. Yeah, Venom was it, was... it was okay, but it definitely isn't... Like, the amount of comic book movies that are now out and available in the last couple of years, you know...
0: Yeah, like, Venom... This is a Venom review now, apparently, but Venom felt like it should have come out when Spider-Man 3 came out. Well... <laughs> I mean...
3: Well, no. it did.
0: <laughs> it did. I think... <laughs> I think Topher Grace was the best, Eddie Brock. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, internet. I also read about Joker, because it's just kind of the Joker section mm-hmm. of this podcast, that, um, you know the fridge scene? Yeah. Spoilers for Joker. There's a scene where he climbs into a fridge.
3: There's, there's a fridge. <laughs> there's, a,
0: there's a fridge. It's got a latch on it. We're all very confused. That fridge scene was improvised by Joaquin Phoenix.
3: Yeah, I remember hearing that. And I remember being, um, I was so proud of myself that I knew the fact that those fridges, the ones with the latches, are were discontinued. And you know only get magnetic fridges because a lot of kids used to go in and hide in them, playing hide and seek. Beating and the heat. Be, yeah, <laughs> pretending to be Indiana Jones. Before that movie even came out... God,
0: they were ahead of their they time. They were so
3: ahead of their time that um, you can't actually get out of them because they're a latch when you're inside. Okay. And a lot of children...
0: So how did Joker get out?
3: Uh, that's the thing was any of it real
0: <laughs> oh was Zazy <Easy> beats real <laughs> <Was Easy> beats, <laughs> is <Easy> beats real <laughs> and also uh, most of his dancing and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's all joaquin just doing his thing
3: yeah he's um that's how he started out as a dancer yeah i believe so but they did hire in a choreographer like okay uh, there was a whole thing that he was going to be kind of fluid mo- motion through the whole thing and
0: kind of weird contortionist kind of stuff
3: yeah but i believe that he was uh him and his family comes from kind of a big uh showbiz related family yeah um they used to dance on the street busking kind of oh that's cool yeah
0: well i'm glad he made a career out of it i'm glad joaquin phoenix is doing well
3: (laughs) we're all glad that joaquin phoenix is doing well
0: speaking of doing well guess who's not doing well
3: I don't know. You have the running order for the show.
0: It's Big Willie. <laughs> you remember Big Willie? <laughs> From the 90s? <laughs>
3: yes, I do. Well,
0: he's not having... Two of him aren't having a good time oh, recently. Gemini
3: Man. Okay. Gemini
0: Man. So Gemini Man is a box office flop. Yeah. Is the news this week. Yeah. So perhaps the world just wasn't ready for two Will Smiths in the same movie. Uh, I... Uh, Ang Lee's Gemini Man, an action spectacle where Will Smith fights a younger clone of himself, did paltry box office in America, but there mm. was hope that the China release could save it. But alas, that didn't happen, and it has suffered a loss of at least seventy-five million dollars. Yes, and it's weird because Will Smith is—he ha- he still has that draw for movies. I feel.
3: Yes, but there is such a risk that you always say, oh, well, this person, if you put them in a movie, oh, the movie can't fail. Yeah. That just, like, that's not a thing that happens forever. You know, if you go back 10 years, he's like, well, this person, you put this person in a movie and it can't fail. It happened with Johnny Depp, quite famously. Yes, very true. That, like, oh, put a Johnny Depp film in, it can't fail. And then a slew of box office failures, uh, just because... One actor or actress or director or producer relying on one person does not a movie make.
0: No, and that's, we're still seeing that happen. Like we have, yeah. the, uh, we talked last week about the Doolittle trailer. Mm-hmm. And is that, do you think that's a case of put Robert Downey Jr. on it and it'll do well?
3: Yeah, I do. But also I think talking animal movies do quite well. That's fair. Yeah, I think they always tend to do quite well.
0: Yeah, and it's a family movie coming out in the winter time. Yeah, so I guess it's going and to be and it's happening. a and it's a remake. It is a remake of it's the Eddie Murphy classic.
3: I believe there was a Doctor Dolittle even before that
0: in the sixties. I think it was yeah. a book as well.
3: Yeah, remake of a remake. But I do. I remember the Eddie Murphy ones.
0: Oh, Doctor uh, Dolittle tree when it's his daughter.
3: Oh, I do remember that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing.
3: Um, but that's another. Like Eddie Murphy used to be a person that you put in any movie. You and, are so right. Yeah, and now he's coming back he's um Dolomite is coming out soon and that's apparently very good it's a, a faux documentary about uh the making of Dolomite which is a film that started the exploitation movement
0: oh that's heavy for Eddie Murphy
3: no exploitation is comedy um but is
0: it like taking is taking is saying this is bad or is it just a, a look at the film
3: oh uh, well it's a look at the making of it's um Dolomite is kind of a famous movie for starting that movement um And getting kind of a lot of auteurs kind of black auteurs especially in the American age.
0: Right. Cool. The regards to Will Smith the Gemini Man is at a worldwide total right now of 118.7 million for a production budget of 138 million dollars.
3: That's not good. No
0: and I imagine most of the budget went on Will Smith. Yeah. And the special effects because this movie to its credit it does high speed footage With uh, de-aging and face mapping on other actors.
3: But do you really, like, because I think those are kind of things that are coming out in the next, like, in the last five years, people are like, oh, we can really do some great de-aging, like, we saw Samuel L. Jackson in. For a whole movie. For a whole movie in Captain Marvel. um, Like, and just because we can and they're a cool little trick, does that mean that we should make whole movies based around that premise?
0: No, well, you see, Gemini Man, the script for that was kicking around. For years and years and years.
3: I read that's a uh, uh, David uh, from uh, from Game of Thrones.
0: David Benioff.
3: David David Benioff script.
0: Yeah, Yes, was he had he did have input on it.
3: It de- and it definitely seems like his name was a hot name, you know, pre
0: about four months ago. About four
3: <laughs> months ago, he was getting him <laughs> attached to some things.
0: Uh, we've, I don't think we've ever fully talked about Game of Thrones on this podcast because. Mm-hmm. I think it would just go on too long.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, like uh, a man that you could have put a lot of faith in before the last season of Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah. That was another thing of just the name Prince Money. Yeah. But m- maybe that money isn't dollars. It's...
3: Candyland money.
0: Yeah. Not redeemable at Candyland. <laughs> it's you <it's> Scratchy books. <laughs> There's our Simpsons <laughs> reference. Um... So moving on to what could have been a flop and now I'm cautiously optimistic for a certain blue hedgehog rolling around at the speed of sound, if you will. You
3: love giving hints about what movie we're going to do. And I just have to kind of guess.
0: Well, that that hint is pretty easy.
3: Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Wrong, it's Pokemon 2. (laughs) It's not a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, you're correct. So do you remember the fallout from the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Was it... The Gangster's Paradise was it? The weird CGI was it? Doctor Eggman just doing the Scotty Don't thing from Austin Powers.
3: I did not mind Eggman at all. On did that. you
0: like? Do you like Jim Carrey? Eggman?
3: I love a Jim Carreyism, and like, why not bring some kind of Scotty Don't Mike Myers's kind of because it, it you know what? Have fun with this movie. If like,
0: yeah, it's never going to win an Oscar.
3: No, but the CGI was. It was terrifying. He had baby teeth and weird, like, human eyes.
0: Yeah. That's it. Is that you, like, you know about the Uncanny Valley. You've, you were the yes. one who educated me on that. Mm-hmm. So, it was it just too close to that valley?
3: It was so wrong on so many levels.
0: <laughs> we strayed far from God's path. We,
3: so, look, yeah. Um, the thing is, Sonic has been around for a very long time and it's been in various, various medias as well. So, like, Sonic has a very clear-cut idea of...
0: What he looks like. Yeah.
3: Like, you you wouldn't, you know, create a cartoon character and then make a movie and then change the entire look of the character. If you kind of look at, say, the speaking of Pokemon, the Detective Pikachu movies... All well, the Pokemon look like the Pokemon. They look semi-more realistic and kind of... They've got fur. Yeah, they look kind of more in tune with their backgrounds and stuff. But they, you can look at a Pikachu and go, that's a Pikachu.
0: It's a recognize Even the yeah. silhouette My ma- My mum
3: looking at any Pokemon and going, that's a Pikachu. <laughs> that
0: cost me a shit ton of money that's, back in the day.
3: <laughs> that's a Pikachu. That's a red Pikachu. That's a blue Pikachu. Flying
0: Pikachu. <laughs> yeah.
3: But Sonic, like... The eyes are a huge thing in Sonic.
0: Yeah, I've got the picture here. I'm going to yeah. show it to you and then the audience use your theatre you can... of the mind.
3: Yeah, no, he looks a lot more like Sonic.
0: Yeah, he's got his... It's kind of like one eye but two eyes. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just his proportions are more Sonic-like unless. Childlike.
3: It did look like a bit like a toddler. Yeah,
0: it looked like a, yeah. a ripped toddler yeah, painted was- covered in blue fur. Also, there was that joke where James Marston was kidnapping a child at the end of the trailer. <laughs> is that still in the movie? But this, uh, this is the news that uh, a Sonic redesign seems to have leaked in the form of kind of an advertising sign in a local cinema. Yeah, one of the cardboard cutout things that kind of just builds a bit of hype for the movie Um, Sonic was originally supposed to be coming out in 2019 but it's been pushed back to February 14th 2020 Mm -hmm. to facilitate the redesign I don't know if any scene with Sonic in it could you just put the new body as it were over that wireframe
3: no this is kind of it's a complicated kind of one and I don't I don't know enough about kind of animation pipeline and creation to be like yeah sure it's super easy whack because, it on <laughs> because that's that's a problem in and of itself in the industry of like yeah you can do those visual effects in two days can't you which um, is why
0: we got black which, panther the way we did with that fight at the end being weirdly not saturated
3: yeah and it's also <laughs> like how the studio that made life of uh, life of pie which is kind of arguably one of the best uh, special effects driven movies went bankrupt after it yeah because special effects are hard and difficult and take a long time. So if they have to take as much time as they need to, so be it. Do that.
0: Yeah. And, and- take
3: as much care and as as possible as... Because I doubt it's as simple as putting a thing over things. Just hide was,
0: the other layer.
3: Because I feel like some poor compositor somewhere is having a heart attack and being like, I spent forever on that lighting making the fur look realistic, making sure all the motion is right. Yeah. And that the backgrounds and foregrounds react to this character that we've designed.
0: That's the thing, because you see the blue lightning and that lights up blue, the things around it. You mm-hmm. see him cast a shadow on someone. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose, Yeah all that has to be yeah, gone I'm, back through
3: well all the lights need to change on Sonic as well that if there's light hitting him it doesn't just hit one solid thing it hits levels and curves and depth yeah of a thing that is not there
0: um, Terminator Dark Fate director Tim Miller mm-hmm. is an executive producer on this and he said that he thought fans would be pleased with the redesign.
3: Well, of course he'd say that.
0: <laughs> he does have an investment in this. He's trying
3: this. to sell a movie. <laughs>
0: but do you think? what do you think about studios listening to fans?
3: Oh, well, I do think that's important. I do think that it is important that you don't just rush something out. Um, if it looks terrible, it did look terrible.
0: It looked not good. Yeah. I liked... The mood of the trailer. I like the Gangsters Paradise, but he just looked too weird. If it was regular OG Sonic, and that playing over it.
3: Yeah, I like. I. I think that I'll wait until I see the movie. Uh, I'm like I'm a big fan of some of the old Sega games and. Uh I'm even a fan of some of the old animations that they had. And there is a real kooky campness to a lot of those cartoons. The
0: Sonic Adventures cartoon mm-hmm. was gold. Also, I love Sonic Heroes on the PS2. That was my first video game. Oh. So Sonic has a big place in my heart. Oh. Yeah, and I have a big place in his. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> so moving on to uh Suicide Squad News. Mm-hmm. In that Do you remember actor, famed actor Joel Kinnaman? Yes, I do. Played Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. Well, he has come out and said that James Gunn's version of Suicide Squad, also called The Suicide Squad, uh, will adopt a more comedic tone than the David Ayer Suicide Squad, it
3: would have to <laughs> like,
0: really like
3: it. Really would have to. James Gunn is um is a great director for his comedy. Like, in you know Guardians of the Galaxy one and two are very great superhero hero films.
0: Yeah, and, and they're something different.
3: And something different, and they're funny, and they're comedic. Like they're very human.
0: Yeah, and it's a ragtag group of misfits coming yeah. together in the team, which I think is the best way to describe Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh the original suicide squad was almost universally panned by critics but for some reason was quite successful at the box office. Um mainly cuz the ads for it were very good if i recall. Yeah
3: the aesthetic's pretty good a, it's, uh, it's you know Harley Quinn and Joker are two of the most iconic batman villains and if you probably say Joker is the most iconic batman villain
0: ever. Uh, stiltman but continue
3: Connor's not here that's
0: true. he can't
3: talk Batman he's somewhere <laughs> screaming to... at me that I don't know no, like ba- I'm not brought up Batman
0: enough Batman that's um, he was he, he's the real nice guy right yeah, everyone loves him yeah Gotham's hero he loves guns loves guns loves he? guns he just why why punch if you can shoot that's, that's what I always say
3: Batman <laughs>
0: Batman forever <laughs> that was a great that was the best batman actually it was batman forever (laughs) best version of batman and two face
3: yeah and best version of batman suit
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely just give me no neck movement (laughs) um but uh of james gunn uh joel kinnaman said he's an incredible guy he's written a fantastic script it's so funny i feel like i'm shooting my first comedy there are a lot of really, really funny people there. It's like a learning experience. I'm around a lot of incredible funny people.
3: I'm really glad that the set is a lot more fun this time.
0: Yeah, it was apparently a nightmare on the last. Oh time. yeah,
3: no, like I've heard that the set was terrible and they really hated being there. Sometimes, apart from uh, like a uh, few of the actors went off and got tattoos and had a great time. They did yeah. not invite one particular actor.
0: Oh, a certain, a certain man named Jared Leto. <laughs> No? (laughs)
3: That's the one.
0: It's Jared Leto Leto. news, everyone. So, we talked last week about how Jared Leto wanted to shut down the...
3: The Joker film. The Joaquin Phoenix,
0: uh, Todd Phillips Joker movie. Mm -hmm. And how he threw a tantrum and told everyone that he had won Oscars and had a very successful band.
3: I've not heard a single thing about Jared Leto that makes me like him.
0: No, not at all.
3: I like, I just, I really... You know when you hear something and you kind of feel like, oh, they were terrible on set, and you're just kind of like, maybe they had a shit time, or maybe, you know, this wasn't working. There's not a single thing about Jared Leto that makes me like him. No. And that's really terrible... From an acting standpoint, because that means that fans are not engaging and n- not want to stand with that person.
0: Yeah, because he sent a lot of weird stuff on the Suicide Squad. Suicide mm. Squad set mm-hmm. very difficult for me to say. And also, you heard about the Blade Runner thing?
3: Uh, was which that one? his
0: character was blind, so he wore contact lenses to make him blind, and oh. demanded someone walk him around set for the duration of filming. Um, (laughs) go in on Jared Leto we don't use his real name so we're not culpable (laughs) for anything
3: I'm so glad that media lord (laughs) Um,
0: that that, that saved me
3: that that saved you Um, I have no problem with people who do method acting um
0: Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel
3: Day-Lewis is a a great example of it. And there's many character actors that do it. And you know what? If that gets you into the zone and you can deliver a performance using your method, great. What Jared Leto was doing is not method acting. What he was doing was perverse. So he wasn't just i'm becoming a character and i'm being insular and create and be thinking like this character which is what method acting is you you do these kind of things you become this character so so much you become that character yeah jared leto was basically just f- like making other people uncomfortable and making uh and kind of messing with other people to kind of a perverse degree.
0: Yeah, and to the point where... you it, At the point where people are saying stop and you don't stop,
3: mm-hmm. that's when you
0: stop being a, an actor and start being a dickhead.
3: Yeah, I think that it just kind of went beyond a line of, oh, okay, so you wanted... you Like the famous, I believe it's Orson Welles, who, who had a kind of go at method actors being like, so they were running up and down, like running a marathon so that they can act like they've ran a marathon. And he just said, well, I just intend to act.
0: Yeah. And that's, it's the quote I always bring up. I forget who said it, but if you're playing a butcher and you go to a butcher for two years and learn how to be a butcher so you can act like a butcher, you're not an actor. You're a butcher.
3: I believe that's John Richardson.
0: Yes, I think yeah. it is. Like, it's... He went be- He went. It's so far in the other direction from acting that he just, he ruined himself in my eyes.
3: Yeah, I just, I just think that it, like this industry that he's in, it's so much about who you are as a person, not just your acting and your work. You know, celebrity has become, for better or worse, a popularity contest. You yeah. Know, if, like, if people like Will Smith, that they think he's charismatic and they think he's cool, you know. And they're more likely to go see his films. And, you know, even if something is a bit shit, like Gemini Man, people that are really good, like, fans of Will Smith, they're going to go see it. They're going to, like...
0: And b- yeah, people won't hold it against them. Like, no. Like, The Rock has been in some awful shit. But... Oh, sorry, we have beef with The Rock on this podcast. <laughs> We've just decided <laughs> it's, it's the best way to get listens. But, like, The Rock is... In every way that he presents himself on social media, he is a lovely, lovely yeah, man. Charming dude. Same with Terry Crews. Yes,
3: yes, yes, yes. If
0: like it's nice to be nice.
3: If Terry Crews was the leading man in a film, I'd go see it no matter what it was because I want good things for Terry Crews. The
0: Dave Batista effect.
3: No, oh, I would support Dave Batista. <laughs>
0: That's what, like because they're just they're nice, good yeah. people. They're doing their work and they don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And I think that's what Jared Leto needs to remember because this is the Jared Leto rumour of the week is that you actually told me about this. Yeah. And there's a rumour that Jared Leto will be in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness.
3: But take this with a grain of salt because it's a leak from 4chan um, and nothing is confirmed.
0: No, not at all.
3: And uh, sometimes leaks from 4chan are very reliable and they are what they are. Mm. But other times... The, you know.
0: they can be calculated just to see how far it'll go.
3: Yeah, of course. And it's, it seems like the type of leak that would you know g- gain traction.
0: Yeah, exactly. But uh, there's a rumour that he will play a character called Nightmare. Mm-hmm. And Nightmare is, in- is interesting because it's just obscure enough to have a grain of truth to it. Mm-hmm. Because Nightmare is the enemy of a character called Sleepwalker who we covered on Hero or Zero one time. And he is. He's from another dimension. If that dimension has its own rules and laws, but it's also it's as the other dimensions go, it's fairly grounded in how it operates. So to cover that in film would be a logical kind of step. But I can I can see Jared Leto doing it.
3: I I have doubts, not because I, I don't think it's a. Um... You know, it could. It's a very capable kind of character, Um and it the character could be in it. I don't think that Marvel would put Jared Leto in its new films because of the controversy that he brought on DC. I think he's too hot, like with controversy. And Marvel has been Marvel are now with Disney, yeah, and Disney are very very caref- careful about who they bring on. They did not want Robert Downey Jr at all involved in iron man they had to push for that and like robert downey jr he had his problems a long time ago and he's really cleaned up his act absolutely you know he's a really become a success story um to kind to anybody um but i don't think they would want jared leto to be a part of their uh film because of the controversies that he brings is he a great actor yes yeah undeniably we'll say undeniably so but from from the Oscars that he that he's brought and it like he's been acting since Fight Club or even before that the first film I saw him ever in was Fight Club
0: was American Psycho before that
3: I don't know
0: oh, I just remember he got stabbed in the head with an ice pick great time for all <laughs> but like you're right though about Disney maybe not one to touch such a volatile property because they dropped James Gunn in a fucking instant. They
3: did, yeah, they did for um,
0: arguably much less.
3: Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I just and there's talk they might be trying to get rid of Jeremy Renner. You know, yeah. Oh, we we probably won't talk about it until we know a little bit more about that.
0: No, yeah. Like the the only rumors we're talking about are whether Jared Leto is playing a weird character. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's as far as we go here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not breaking anything. But it's... Uh, also, he's playing Morbius in Morbius the Living Vampire, the Sony yeah.
3: Spider-Verse
0: uh, property. So I don't know what the contracts are like regarding that Yeah, either.
3: I just... I don't see it kind of happening. I don't know. But, like, you know, I'll, I'm free to eat my words. Nothing will happen if I'm wrong.
0: That's Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It, ultimately... None of this matters.
3: No, no, no. This is all pointless tuber jabber.
0: We are just filling the void <laughs> in, in all of our existences. Oh boy, let's keep going. Also, uh, just we mentioned James Gunn. He had a pumpkin carving session with a bunch of cast members from Marvel and DC. <laughs>
3: James Gunn is the friend that unites us all. He brings us over for, over the picket line,
0: and Sean Gunn is also there.
3: Sean Gunn is—is he still in the mocap suit?
0: Yeah, he does. He, he won't get out with the suit. Yeah, in the suit. <laughs> he just,
3: He's pretending to be a raccoon.
0: He feels comfy in the suit. We we just let him in the suit. Uh, moving on to look, this is news, and every time it comes up, me and Connor before the show say, "I don't care." But we have to talk about it. And this is Bond 25 News. Great, right. Because after more than a year of creative issues and production hell, the end is almost in sight for the James Bond feature, No Time to Die. And it's, not, it's also the end is nearly in sight for Daniel Craig, who hates this series with a passion. Completion on principal photography was recently announced through social media posts, uh, featuring actor Daniel Craig and director Kari Joji Fukunaga on the set of the upcoming fil- film, both dressed for a cold winter. Now, there's a little bit of a hint. There's winter
3: in bond <laughs> films. Winter, now canon.
0: Indeed, winter confirmed. Uh, the They also said in the caption, see you in cinemas April 2020.
3: So basically, a film that we all knew was being filmed has finished filming.
0: Yes, but we like to shit on James Bond here Fair in enough. this house we support Dave Batista and shit, shit on, on James Bond, Bond. Uh, the film was originally planned for release on November 8th 2019 well that's not happening <laughs> I hold out hope <laughs> and, and then again it was pushed back to February of 2020 after Danny Boyle left the project and I was halfway excited for this film when Danny you Boyle do was on love board. Danny Boyle. I love a Danny Boyle yeah. joint.
3: Yeah. You loved the 2012 Olympics. Oh,
0: the, when the Queen said, hello, Mr. No, good evening, Mr. Bond. Yeah. And then jumped out with that helicopter.
3: Improv. <laughs> she was meant to walk out of that helicopter, but she said no.
0: Lizzie too. Mad about improv. Um, Craig has starred in the past four James Bond movies. And he has stated in in recent interviews that no time to die will see his last performance as the British secret agent.
3: Unless there's more money.
0: Uh, Yeah, because he was out after Skyfall. Yeah. And then... And
3: then more money. More
0: money came his way, somehow. (laughs) Maybe through a studio. And then he came back for Spectre, which I didn't see. But apparently was fine. Mm-hmm. Skyfall was quite good
3: Skyfall was good it was actually quite a good ending
0: it was a quite it would have been a great yeah, one to nice, go out on it was
3: a nice ending yeah
0: but this Arla there's no time to die <laughs> that's the movie
3: <laughs> I've not read much of the Ian Fleming books or like is no time to die still one of the novels that he wrote
0: I don't know uh, it was there was something like it like a rough time to die a tough time to die or something like that was yeah. young James Bond those books I used to be into those as a kid mhm because uh, it was just him in... He went to Eton.
3: Well, yeah, because it's based off Ian Fleming. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it was him like getting into scrapes in school and hiding little gadgets in his coattails and things like that. I really enjoyed it. I wanted to wear a blazer. <laughs> but then I remembered who I am. Yeah. Um, but also, in other Bond-related news, is that uh, Academy Award nominee and No Time To Die star, Naomi Harris confirmed that she and the Moonlight director, Barry Jenkins, are interested in making a 007 spin-off, centred around the character of Moneypenny.
3: Well, that will be good. It'll be very gripping if it's, you know, the director of Moonlight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With, like, I don't... That's a better name. Like, probably a better name than a Danny Boyle James Bond film, in terms of...
3: Well, it'll be unexpected.
0: Yeah, in, yeah, in terms of something we haven't seen before mm. in a Bond movie, and also the, like, in an interview on in Good Morning America, uh, the British actress who's promoting her film, her film Black and Blue confirmed that they want to make it a badass, kick-ass action thing with Money Penny, and that she's also on board. Uh, she revealed that the idea had been brought to franchise producer and this is the best name I've ever fucking heard in my life Barbara Broccoli
3: that sounds like a fake name I don't think this movie is happening first of all she didn't say it was a movie she said it was a thing and then she picked it to Barbara Broccoli was there broccoli on the table because this could just be a series of cereals
0: oh my god She's launching a Money Penny serial.
3: Yeah, why not? She just said a badass kick ass action thing. That could just be a, like an action figure with extendable kung fu grip.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. Or, hear me out here, what's that Richard Madden show on Netflix that I keep threatening to watch? <laughs> a bodyguard. Bodyguard? Imagine that, but with Money Penny kicking an ass. <laughs> and
3: taking names. Taking
0: names, being badass, and having an action thing. I I like maybe in a, a mini series. I don't know who owns James Bond at the minute, yeah, because it's everything's up in the air. Um, but also, uh, conversation online immediately turned to female Bond movie or female James Bond for the next Bond, mm. Jamie Bond.
3: but James, like a lot of people say, James Bond is just a code name. It just travels.
0: Yeah. So you just say Ms. Bond.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I would say. I don't care about James Bond, though. Me neither. So why are we talking about this?
3: Uh, Because it's on your little sheet.
0: On my little sheet. On my little tablet, I'll have you know. I'm doing quite well, everyone. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to someone who has also done quite well in the past. And probably the future.
3: Martin Scorsese. I saw it on the tablet.
0: The the tablet has too large a font. (laughs) She can see it from across the room. That's right, we're sitting across the room from each other. (laughs) On one microphone. Deal with that. Um so if you remember last week uh director Martin Scorsese Yeah it
3: was all anyone would talk about. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I, like I know I'm in that echo chamber where anything that mentions comic book movie yeah. is just pushed to me. Yeah. So I read this story about four times. But uh the Martin Scorsese referred to comic book movies as theme park movies that they're just a, they're a big attraction and a big show.
3: But, like, you know, I think it was Kevin Smith that had a really good point. And I'm going to be really annoyed if it's not Kevin Smith um, that I've misquoted. But he said that, like, most films, if you go back, my granddad was very, very into Westerns. Right. You know, he loved his, like, his John Waynes. And, you know, they were the theme park. They were, like, critics hated those. They were like, oh, they're just these Westerns. And then... You know space movies started coming out, and then everyone was like, Oh, these space blockbusters, they're all sh- shit and drivel. And then, you know, after
0: it's a direct quote from it's, Francis Ford Coppola,
3: that's Ebert,
0: <laughs> that's Ebert,
3: yeah, that's Roger Ebert, shit and drivel, shit and drivel. Um, I'm off to review Pokemon, <laughs> um,
0: but it, it's the neck the previous generation always hates what the next generation is doing.
3: Like, I'm just, you know, it's always, oh, our art is terrible now and kids have no manners. Like, that's, you know.
0: Kids never had manners. Yeah. And art is subjective.
3: Yep, It's always just like, what I created was much better than what you created. Uh, Your work is derivative of mine and mine was shit to begin with.
0: (laughs) Wait, what? Martin, please. Well, Martin Scorsese wanted to direct Joker as well. Yeah. So I don't think he is a problem with
3: I think he is a problem with um kind of blockbuster. He had, probably wouldn't have had a problem with say Logan or something like that. That's more auteur and more kind of Jonrid. Yeah. But you know what? Martin Scorsese, he isn't he's in his 70s now. He's 72, I believe.
0: Yeah, He's an older man. But I think Fuck
3: it, let him not like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
3: like I it literally let him not like it. I love comic book movies. I probably always will love comic book movies until they're shit.
0: Until that bubble bursts. Until
3: that bubble bursts, you know.
0: (laughs) And then I'm a podcast, I guess.
3: Yeah. Um, But, you know, because I've loved comic books all my life. Like, that's how it is. I would, it would kind of hurt me a little bit that if I'm queuing up for the next Hulk film, you know, in the next... 10 years. Mm-hmm. And there's Martin Scorsese with his Hulk foam fists behind me going, Oh, I just can't wait. <laughs> going, it's
0: clobbering time. Ty- no, clobber- <laughs> it's like, you
3: know, I, I don't imagine that he sits down and is like, "Oh, I can't wait until we see a iteration of planet Hulk. Yeah. I, I love that. And you're like, I, you know, fine.
0: Yeah. And it seems like a lot of the people just read the headline and, and the headline was Martin Scorsese he hates comic book movies. But what he said is that the ten pole films, the big comic book films, they're theme park movies. As well done as many of them are at all levels. It's a different cinema form or a new art form entirely. We're hoping there are theatres that show the films that are not that and that if they're going, if they're not going to show it, that filmmakers still have an opportunity with streaming. It changes the experience, but otherwise, in two to three years now, it's not being done. A good filmmaker comes in from Italy or France, the film has to be a franchise, or they won't do it anymore.
3: Well, I think that's actually kind of a fair point. I do think there's a lot of franchise films, and we have had a problem. You can't say that you, ha- you hate the fact that everything is a remake or a sequel, and then disagree with mar- what Martin Scorsese is saying. Like... He is saying that everyone wants a franchise to if, for studios to touch your film. They want something that's a sure thing. They don't want auteur films. They don't want kind of genre defining. They don't want anything a bit crazy and a bit mental. Yeah. And you know what? Like, he's probably right. Do I love comic book films? Yeah. And I think they're great. And
0: I think they're getting better.
3: And they are getting better.
0: Because they've deviated from the Marvel formula.
3: But I bet you he's just... Like, he's got a film coming out, Irishman, on Netflix, talking about streaming. Probably what it was originally talking about, being like, I'm glad that there's streaming services because films aren't being shown in cinemas, uh, apart from big blockbusters. And we've all kind of just jumped on it and been like, Martin Scorsese is wrong and old and knows nothing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he doesn't like the thing I like.
3: Martin Scorsese was part of the Rat Pack, like, which were... uh, Kind of a group of auteurs that created films that were not like what was being created at the time.
0: Yeah, Martin Scorsese, for a lot of people, made the shit that they like. Yeah, and now, like, and he's not saying that they're worthless. He's saying they're very well done. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he's seen Joker.
3: Yeah, and um, well,
0: Robert De Niro's in it. Yeah, and he's—they're good friends.
3: <laughs> they're always together.
0: <laughs> but it's—it's it's a weird thing that everyone. Just jumped on him for not liking something. Because you're allowed to not like things. Yeah. Excellent. Now, speaking of not liking things. <laughs>
3: I knew this was coming.
0: Oh, sorry. Speaking of auteur character driven films.
3: Uh, well, George Lucas was also in that. Uh, brought back at the oh, time. he was. Yep.
0: Well, he's not in it anymore. It's Star Wars 9! Star Wars
3: 9? Christ. Yeah. Man.
0: And that's just like main series. <sighs> not even including the extras.
3: Okay. Let's go.
0: Okay, Star Wars got a new trailer. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, has gotten a new trailer. Yep. We are going to discuss that trailer. To what extent? We're not quite sure yet, but we've seen it
3: second by second. So play along,
0: frame by frame. Everyone, get out your zooms. Yep. And get that little dial on click. Um, I don't know about you. I got very. return as a jedi vibes from this trailer
3: yeah but like that's the point is it they're all the all the sequel tree kind of they like mirror the original you know like they always mirror another film
0: yeah they 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 pay homage
3: they pay homage yes yes
0: um so this is following on from we've seen we've had uh darker trailers in the past i feel with we've, we've seen dark ray and we've seen just that we've heard the weird emperor laugh
3: palpatine, palpatine. senator
0: palpatine. senator yeah. pa- not my senator <laughs> <laughs> but i this one seemed more rompy adventure until a weird bit with c3po but we'll get to that
3: yeah also c3po doesn't know those people <laughs> he's known he's like, for three I've, movies I've t- you know i'm taking one last look at my friends
0: just at R2 and Chewie
3: yeah yeah
0: that's it <laughs> that's it um, what do you think Ray is running from Or 2
3: her past her, her f- future
0: no one knows her
3: no one knows her her family are garbage people trash people <laughs> they
0: sold you for drinking <laughs> they money they sold
3: you for drinking money
0: do you think they're going to change that in this movie I
3: really hope they don't because that actually was I quite enjoyed that it reminded me a little bit of Dennis from Always Son
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were filthy trash people <laughs> <laughs> Do
3: you bitch <laughs> you, you big can, bird You can just kind of imagine I'm saying that like, uh,
0: <laughs> Your parents were nobody. are filthy trash I people. am a golden god
3: Exactly And you know what There's kind of a weird Emphasis on eugenics In a lot of Films like that That you, your parents Have to be special For you to be special
0: Yeah no Why
3: can't she come from filthy trash people? And just we all some... came from filthy trash people.
0: Uh, I came from... I'm, oh, I'm, a, I'm a Kenobi. <laughs> You're... No, let's be honest. I'd be a whatever the fuck Jabba is. <laughs> a hut. Yeah, I'd be him.
3: But like, you know, that's... Everyone, you know... You don't have to be special by birth.
0: No, and... I suppose it is good to have... Because like, every... All the problems were caused by the Skywalkers. yeah. So why not just clean slate? Well,
3: like, again, it's just... Star Wars isn't a, isn't a film about all these things happening in the universe. It's basically one family.
0: And their drama.
3: Yeah, it's basically Jeremy Kyle with a budget.
0: Jeremy Kyle has an amazing budget.
3: It doesn't anymore.
0: Oh, God. What if instead of Star Wars, it was just an episode it was of just, Jeremy Kyle? Yeah,
3: it's just, you know, chanted for DNA. Who's the father?
0: Yeah. I got... Um, forest moon of Endor vibes from all the foresty usually I was reading about this uh, anytime there's a forest it symbolises the resistance Mm -hmm. and any harsh climate is the the first order in this case or the Sith it was in previous movies because you know life and shit like that
3: yeah I think it also to be, because they can't have another sandy planet.
0: But they do! Yeah,
3: it's like, well, this one's Tatooine. We're, and, like, this one is... Jakku! Yeah, this this
0: one, this one is apparently a whole new one.
3: Yeah, it's another quarry in
0: Wales. No, oh, thanks, Wales. Uh, but we see what looks like a bit of pod racing going on. Everyone's favourite part of the prequels, the video game Star Wars Pod Racing. <laughs> it was actually class everyone should look it up
3: I actually really like the Lego Star Wars games
0: they're pretty if good if you're
3: gonna go with best Star Wars related for, like media for me it's the Lego Star Wars game. <gasps> really I, yeah I'm ready to go to bat for that uh,
0: I, well I had a Star Wars plug and play TV game you
3: had a Star Wars everything
0: I I was a Star Wars kid I'm I, like a part of me still is I dip in I've said this before I dip in and out every couple of months just to see what's going on. See, I
3: listen to the podcast and every now and then you say, oh, I don't really know much about Star Wars. But in this version of the extended universe, in these graphic <laughs> novels that are really rare to get, that you I've only read one, like, you're just like, you, you, you like Star
0: Wars. I do, but I don't like what they're doing.
3: You and every other Star Wars fan.
0: No, it's... I'm different and special. <laughs> I'm different. No. Um, I don't know. This... I, I'm not I'm still not sure where this story is going I don't see an end goal
3: blow up another Death Star
0: I hope it blows up oh, what if it's 40 times bigger
3: what if they just do, like they just fail wouldn't that be amazing wouldn't that be
0: great if the bad wouldn't, guys won it
3: just yeah Skyler kind of and just won and Donald Gleeson standing up there going I don't know what to do now we didn't think this would happen
0: and Donald Gleeson is the one man left yeah at, in time control of the force and that's how it's balanced because he's the most balanced man in the universe perfectly symmetrical face we'll support a Gleeson we
3: will support a Gleeson. <laughs>
0: Um no like I, I, I'm, I'm just not entirely sure what the end goal is like I get they'll blow it up. They'll try and defeat the bad guys. But I, I don't know how to resolve the conflict. Because it was resolved by all accounts. And then they fucked it.
3: Uh, Palpatine's probably going to come back.
0: That's another thing. That's, yeah. How does Palpatine come back?
3: Because. Midichlorians.
0: Probably. Mm.
3: Some midichlorians That's somewhere.
0: How, okay. Yeah. That's how Anakin was born. Yep. So.
3: That big genius metaphor. You, uh, mm. Yeah, you know, virgin birth, midichlorians. Sort of, Slaughter like. of younglings.
0: <laughs> the younglings.
3: That bit in the Bible, yeah.
0: Yeah, also a great bit of Star Wars media was Star Wars Revenge of the Sith on PS2. Because instead of cutscenes, they just played fucking clips from the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, the Emperor could have come back through some weird cloning thing. He could be a force ghost. But Siths can't really be force ghosts. They can. (laughs) How about they do?
3: (laughs) Like, the thing is, I, like, a lot of people just be like, like in this form of media in the Clone Wars animated series, this isn't possible. It's like, yeah, but maybe they can.
0: (laughs) They'll do what they want. Let's be honest.
3: Yeah. There's a lot of money in Star Wars. Maybe they just do.
0: (laughs) What do you think is going to be the new fluffy thing in Star Wars? Because it can't be Ewoks. Can't be
3: Ewoks. Can't can't be Porgs.
0: porgs. Which are puffins.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I love puffins. You do love puffins. I've a been puffin. to Ske- Skellig Michael where they filmed those scenes. Did you go
0: after Star Wars?
3: No, I did. I went to, as a child. You it's know, uh, a puffin heritage site. There's a lot of puffins. Puffins look a bit alien.
0: They do. They're mental. yeah. I
3: can see why they were like we need to just replace these with aliens because they look a bit alien.
0: I think they're great.
3: Yeah, they're really good.
0: I think they're neat. As Sorry,
3: we're well. we going on a puffin rant. This no, let's a puffin let's, let's
0: go in on this.
3: Um, no, I am. I don't know. I didn't see anything cute and fluffy yet, so that'll be that'll be the big thing.
0: Yeah, we see, like there's a weird stampede or charge on horseback. It's it's odd. It's like they it,
3: won't be just regular horses. Wouldn't that be amazing? What is it? Just, <laughs> just
0: a regular, regular horse. horse.
3: That would be amazing.
0: And everyone's really freaked out by it. Yeah,
3: like ah, all- the horses of Jakku, <laughs> and they're just. Horses. There's a
0: regular horse, but everyone's they like,
3: don't. They run out of money, and they're just horses now. <laughs>
0: Not even painted, no yeah. decorations on them. Yeah, just a horse.
3: Yeah, well, like, uh, that's why like a load of aliens look human. Horses are just one of those things. Other aliens just look like horses. Yeah,
0: it's it's the perfect evolution. Yeah, it's the perfect balance of speed and power. Yeah. Um, I I'm I'm putting a bold claim out here. They're going to go to Cloud City in this. Okay. I think I saw Cloud City in there, and maybe Lando needs to take it back because we see Billy Dee giving a rousing speech.
3: I'm all for that. I'm all for Billy Dee Williams.
0: Is, is is? Do you think there'll be more of a focus on him in this film?
3: Um. Well, I know originally that this was meant to be the film for the like great Carrie Fisher. Yeah. So the the. The, the way it worked was the sequels there was meant to be three one would focus on Han solo one would focus on Luke Skywalker and one would focus on Leia Organa yeah that was the way it was meant to be now they probably have had to change that after the passing of uh, Carrie Fisher we do see her in the trailer
0: that looks that's reused footage by the way and that yeah. looks stellar. And it looks it
3: looks really good um you know um so the it, They are meant to be kind of mirrors of these three characters. And so they might focus a lot on Lando as he is a character from the originals that's, you know, still alive in in canon, like in canon, you know.
0: Yeah. And it's, he is the old guard in a way. Yeah, yeah. And if there's like, if there's one torch left to pass on, it's... Lando, like Lando, has controlled the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it's him and Chewie. So I can see him passing that torch to maybe Rey, because yeah. all she wants to do now is fly around. Really,
3: yeah, but she's got some Jediing to do. She's got
0: some Jediing. She's got to fight a very wide boy on a very wet barge.
3: She seemed so wet. He, was- <laughs> he looked. I. I. He looked very wet and sad.
0: He's, he always looks wet and sad.
3: I know, but I just felt. It, do, it doesn't speak great that I immediately when I saw the leader of the Sith army, I went, oh, look at my towel.
0: D- did they, like, pretty him up for this? Because he used to have a scar, and I didn't yeah, see the scar at all. They,
3: like, one of his surgery droids probably just fixed it. Yeah,
0: I that weird tank. Yeah. It's called a it back to tank. I know what it's called. I was trying to pretend I didn't. I know. I'm a nerd.
3: <laughs> You're on the right place. As, mm,
0: I'm still not really welcome here. Someone someone floated a theory once that uh, Kylo Ren and Rey were going to switch places in terms of Kylo will go back to the light and Rey would turn to darkness. I think it might be more of a meet in the middle situation.
3: Yeah. Like probably. Maybe. Who knows? Who
0: knows? They all know what they want to do. Uh, C-3PO looks like he's going to die. I don't think that's the case though. I think he's going to put his consciousness into the Millennium Falcon so he can fire guns real good
3: I think if they can make another toy I'm very cynical about Star Wars in a way that I'm not about Marvel or DC I'm like they'd probably you know make another toy
0: yeah C-Trippio wired up to he'll, something
3: he'll get another arm
0: so oh. that they could
3: sell him with the red arm and the gold arm and the black arm and, a and, gun the, arm. Arm and the gun arm and, and two the, gun yeah, arms like, yeah.
0: and he's all made of guns
3: I'm probably really pissing off some Star Wars fans hmm
0: they're used to it
3: They're used to a woman coming in and ruining the thing that they love.
0: Kathleen Kennedy. No, like, I've I've said it. I I don't mind that. It's Grant. It's fine. I I like it more than James Bond. Fuck you, James Bond fans. Um, And that's, those are my thoughts on the Star Wars trailer. I will see it. We see the Star Wars movies every Christmas when they come out, just because it's what you do. Okay, we're going to move on to a segment we don't do every week. But do you have a weekly recommend for this week after we play the jingle?
3: Uh, yes, yes I do. Um, I'm going to recommend BoJack Horseman Season 6, the final season, Part 1. Okay. Yeah, that just came out uh, this week. Came and Part 1 of it has been released and Part 2 of it is going to be released in January.
0: So not long to wait.
3: Not long to wait, and that's the final part of BoJack Horseman. If you haven't started watching BoJack Horseman, I encourage you to do it. Um, I th- I think this is one of my least favorite cliches about telling anybody <sighs> to watch anything, but push through the first half of season one, and you'll realize that you're in for something very, very special.
0: Okay. Oh, that's that's cryptic. And we've got a we've got a Will Arnett and an Aaron Paul in there as well. Yeah,
3: they are they're doing uh, I think it's one Will Arnett's best work
0: after, after his role as Joe Bluth, of course.
3: It's very different to Joe Bluth. <laughs> oh,
0: no. Um uh, my recommendation for this week is oh boy. I'm going to recommend something really old again cuz it's just it's what I do. Uh Spider-Man PS4. I've been playing it more. It's really good. I really like Spider-Man. And it's, oh, it's such a good game. If you haven't played it, you should play it. If you have played it, just roam around in New York for a while. I think it'd be real fun. But I think that's going to about do it for this week. Thank you all very much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook, Here's for Hire Podcast, Instagram, Here's for Higher Podcast, Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four, or you can email us, here is for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Um, if you would like to support the show, uh, the best way you can do that is by telling one human being that we exist. Um, and if you're listening on iTunes, maybe give us a rating and help push us up the ranks a bit. But other than that, I think we're good. I've been Sean I've
3: been Orla Smith and thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. Yeah. Thank you for coming.
3: And Connor will be back on Wednesday.
0: Full stop. Yeah. Like- Bye.
3: Bye.